Okie dokie, folks. Welcome to the Roots Report podcast, presented by Motif Magazine and sponsored by The Parlor, R1 Entertainment, the Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, Graysale Brewing of Rhode Island, and SC Microphones. I am your host, John Fusick. Today we have Randy Rainbow. Rainbow is a New York Times best-selling author and four-time Emmy-nominated American comedian, producer, actor, singer, writer, and satirist known for his popular YouTube series. Randy Rainbow will be bringing his Pink Glasses show to the Providence Performing Arts Center on Friday, October 21st. Hi, Randy. Yes. Hi, it's John Fusick from Motif Magazine. Hi, John. I gotta tell you, I love what you do. You Thank are... you. You basically helped me keep my sanity during the Trump years. Your videos were the only thing that was giving me levity during those years. It was... Uh, so nice. You were saying what I wanted to say, and you were saying it publicly and loud and clear and it was great I, thank you very much I, I need, want to thank you for those videos because they helped me and a lot of other people keep our sanity appreciate it and unfortunately i'm still making trump videos as it turns out oh yeah that's unfortunate i just wish he would go away i, I don't yeah. know why he doesn't go away but i wish he would the thing about your videos is that you you do the whole full-blown thing you do like you do like the weird owl thing but you do the videos but you do it it's all you i mean you do everything don't you i do yeah i'm a one-man band. Just to clarify, I've graduated a little bit in the music department, and then I have a music director and a music producer, so my 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 tracks are actually now created just for me, whereas in the old days I would pull karaoke tracks from the internet. Now we have actual Broadway musicians playing these orchestrations which have been created specifically for me, so that's fun. That's great. You do a lot of Broadway. Most of your 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 uh, spoof songs are Broadway based, aren't they? I would say, yeah, the majority. You know, there's a couple uh, top forty <laughs> hits in there, but but I tend to lean toward Broadway. Yeah. Well, what what gives you? I mean, other than the you know the the insanity that's transpired that makes you want to scream, what is your inspiration for making these videos? What is the seed that makes you choose that specific song for each? video well the choosing of the song is actually usually can be the easiest part because i just sort of naturally always think in show tunes kind of a gay coping mechanism which i know might be offensive to some people but whatever it's my little joke but um (laughs) yes so that's always kind of easy plus i have you know a nice following now and a lot of people request songs or or you know send me ideas via social media now you have close to a million followers right or more oh i think it's close to four million oh is it four i was looking at one of the videos or something and it said a million and i'm well that's great it's four yeah yeah i think uh yeah all my combined platforms i think we the latest number is four million Oh, wow, that's great. That's quite an audience. Maybe uh, we're looking at uh, the views on one of the videos. Oh, probably, yeah, that's probably what it is, because I don't, I don't have Twitter or, or Instagram, so... Oh, there you go. One of the things I, I, uh, I read is that your grandmother was an influence for your comedy. Yeah, now, how major. Was, explain that to me. Was She used to yell at the television or something? <laughs> well, I kind of say that, um, you know, when I was, I would spend a lot of time at Nanny's house. So um, when she would, uh, you know, just be walking around the house doing chores or whatever, the, the TV would always be on in the background and she would talk back to it. So if there were an interview being conducted on television, like, say, with a politician, she would respond in real time as though she were conducting the interview. She always just heard... <laughs> 
her timing, she just knew how to just kind of uh, just sneak in there with 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 a comeback. And um, so I kind of joke, but not it's not really a joke that I'm kind of just an old lady talking back to her television set because I'm really just mimicking nanny. <laughs> One of his lines in, in your uh, your Lock Em Up Yesterday songs was probably the most perfect line that I've heard regarding the whole Trump era. He's a jizz stain on history. <laughs> that is probably the most perfect line I've heard from anything. Yeah, I was proud of that. Actually, um, I, think, I don't think I'm talking out of school to tell you that uh, John Berman of CNN actually <laughs> texted me right after I posted that video and said, congratulations, I think you're the first person ever to rhyme democracy with jizz stain on our history. <laughs> that that video and the uh, the Seasons of Trump video, like, I don't know how many times I reposted that video. That song was, that song was great, because I, I love the Rent song anyway. And yeah. that was just, and just the, the part where you're dressed as a nun and you pull the, the, uh, the ear piece out of your ear and do the high voice. I mean, that is priceless. I mean, it's great. Oh, thank you. So yeah, do, what, see, it's a, all, all those things that, you know, talk about the spark and the seed and what makes me do this. I mean, I'm really just trying to have a good time and all of those things and, and, and getting to, you know, pay homage in some way to the, to these musicals and, and all of these these art forms that I love so much gives me personally a little bit of a, a respite from all of the horrors of the world. So I'm glad it's working out and people like the videos because it's very cathartic for me to be able to play dress up and, you know, just have a good time. Now you do this when, in your uh, home? Yeah. So you have a little studio set up in your home? I do, yes. It's when I when it first started back in the day, those earlier Trump videos that, that you were watching, that was all done out of my tiny little studio apartment in Queens. And now I've graduated to a slightly bigger two-bedroom, so now I thankfully have a separate bedroom that I can go into, to, that, that I've converted into a studio. Uh, who does, do you do the editing yourself, too? I do. Wow, that's that's quite the talent to write, produce, and, and do the editing, because I know I do the editing of a lot of stuff myself, and I know how much work it is. That's a lot of work. It is a lot of work, but it's, in some ways it's the most fun because uh, anything, it's, it can be very, uh, it's sort of very satisfying and can be relaxing, I find. Once I'm done, like, you know, doing, singing the song and doing all the recording and filming and running around putting different wigs and hats on, once I have everything in the can, it's nice to just kind of sit there and put the puzzle pieces together. Now, I, I've read that you're actually an introverted person. I am. That's... Did you happen to read about that in my New York Times best-selling memory no i i think i read about it through that i haven't read the book i i did see the book the playing with myself book that's yes. a bestseller yes i i i just because sort of uh, at the end of that book i kind of come out officially as an introvert but yes i am i and i i guess i'm i don't know if it's an introverted extrovert or an extroverted introvert that i am technically but yeah people are, are sometimes surprised because a lot of people know me as you know this heightened reality version of myself, this campy scripted version of me from the videos. And in person, some people are surprised to learn that I can be very demure. Well, I, I'm actually not. 
it's because I've I know I mean I'm a musician I'm a performer and I know a lot of other performers and have interviewed a lot of others and a lot of them are actually very introverted and very shy in person it's just it, it might be a coping mechanism that we deal because I'm like that myself too I mean I put on a front to deal with with people and but I'm actually I'm more of an introvert myself too but nobody would believe it because you put on this persona to deal with being around other people and doing dealing with the introvert part of yourself i think exactly yeah well artistic creative types like yourself get it right away but some others are surprised by it well i mean one person that's very famous is uh, that is an introvert is is james taylor i've met him a couple of times and he's very shy in person and very soft-spoken and very withdrawn when you talk to him in person but on stage he's very animated james taylor yes see that i to me i mean that is a little more um, aligned with his persona, if you want to call it, on stage. Because he's kind of, you know, he's very chill, James Taylor. I'm, like, singing, like, Ethel Merman songs, <laughs> wearing sparkles and boas and stuff. I guess people have a right to expect me to be a little more <laughs> outgoing. Which, no. by the way, I can be, you know, if I'm at, at a party and I have a couple drinks in me, I, I'm very extroverted, but uh, usually... <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. I've been wanting to talk to you for a while. Uh, you would, you've done a couple of shows in the area, and because I have gigs and stuff, I can never get to your shows and stuff, but I wanted to talk to you to talk about the shows. I, I'm wondering, you're coming to the Providence Performing Arts Center on October 21st. I'm wondering what it is exactly you do for a show. Is it a stand-up routine? Is it a musical? Is it a, like a monologue? What What is it that actually you do? Well, it's sort of a little bit of everything. It's a concert, essentially. It's me and a four-piece band comprised of uh, Broadway musicians and a big giant screen behind me. And, and, and a lot of it is sort of the greatest hits of the videos that, that, that you know and hopefully have come to love through the years. So I do a lot of musical numbers and that's, uh, you know, uh, woven together with uh, some stand-up and some personal stories and even some Carol Burnett-style Q&A, which is always my favorite part. So it's a hodgepodge of just about everything. Now you you have a podcast, and you just recently well not recently but in your you've only you've got a I don't know you're four episodes in or five episodes in and you yeah and you had Carol Burnett as an episode. Can you believe it? Really, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, she's uh, once you uh, read a book, read a copy. Of, I'm sorry. Can you hold one second for a yes. siren? It's getting very loud over here in New York. Are you this in trouble? My, this is my. I don't think it's for me this time, but. <laughs> This is this is my life making the videos out of my apartment. I have to hold constantly for siren. Usually during the summer here, it's the uh, the leaf blowers in the neighborhood. Oh, okay, there you go. So we have the okay, same. Okay, that's gone. So yes, Carol Burnett. I I'm I'm I can never believe it when I say it, but is actually a personal friend of mine now, and she even gets a whole chapter in my book. Wow. Um, and she, uh, you know, we we she reached out in 2020 at the start of the pandemic and we sort of maintained this this pen pal phone pal relationship and i finally met her uh this past spring when she received the signature the, the sondheim award at signature theaters annual gala in dc and um she was nice enough to invite me and my mother obviously and um <laughs> she's just She's she's a part of the family now, and uh, so I asked her to uh, be a guest on my podcast. As you probably know, she's she doesn't do a lot of interviews these days, so no. I was thrilled that she jumped right on. Yeah, that's great. You just had John Cryer on the other day. Yes, love him. Yeah, who also loves loves 
musical theater, which was the big revelation of the episode, I think, to some, because people know him from all of these iconic things that he's done, all of these, you know, movies mm. and uh, and TV shows that, that are really iconic. But people, uh, I don't think, are fully aware of his uh, roots in musical theater. Well, a know, lot, a lot of people. Go back to his parents. Yeah, a lot of people. Uh, and it's it's very funny. I mean, those of, those people who watched Law and Order, who, you know, saw Jerry Auerbach on Law and Order, didn't know of his his musical theater background and his his background and such like that i mean so you get, yeah do you that's I mean, usually the case yeah but what i was surprised to learn about john cryer was his mother his parents oh god and I'm, i don't even it was kind of a while ago that we had the conversation so i don't even remember the exact precise history but his parents were so uh, deeply rooted in in theater and, and you know so successful um in theater and his most exciting thing to date i mean that he's ever done uh was to uh was a production of company sometimes company now have you been in bro any broadway musicals at all no not yet i don't well we're i'm probably at liberty to discuss it but whatever <laughs> we're, ta we're kind of in very early developmental stages, um, just starting to talk to some fancy Broadway types about a potential 2024 possible limited engagement type Randy Rango spectacular. That's all I can say at this time, but hopefully around election time. Well, that sounds... you'll have something to look forward to. That's great, because I'm sure we'll need needing it. I'm sure you will. So um, I saw that you have, you've got this little thing with Mel Gibson. You want to talk about that? Kind of. Oh, um, we've been, we uh, well, we were dating. Is that what you're referring to? <laughs> <laughs> we've been broken up. I'd really rather not talk about it. But well, Mel Gibson. You know, Mel Gibson also plays. Uh, he he. There's a chapter in my book. Again, this is this whole interview will be a plug for my book, and I don't mind it. That's fine. Um, <laughs> but uh, yes, I'm shameless. But um, there's a chapter in the book called Lachaim Mel Gibson, because Mel Gibson really started this whole thing. A lot of people think Donald Trump is who I have to thank for my fame or whatever you want to call it. And it's really Mel Gibson, because that was my first viral video. And that was sort of the birth of this shtick that I uh, found for myself of plugging myself into the headlines. So the first video to go viral was Randy Rainbow was dating Mel Gibson. <laughs> now you've been nominated for some of these, uh, some of the stuff you've done. You've been nominated for Emmys. Yes, yeah, so I just had my fourth Emmy lose. But, uh, yeah, four, four Emmy nominations for the videos, and I've lost every single time to James Corden. Well, and his carpool karaoke. Oh, uh, so that's okay. Yours, yours are much better though. I think yours are much better well, than the carpool karaoke. That's not for me to say, but thank you. And people will be surprised to know that Randy Rainbow is actually your real name. It is indeed. I wouldn't make that up. It's the perfect name. Well, it was a very difficult childhood, but luckily I grew into it. I'm sure it was. I mean, my last name is Fusick, and I actually just got my name spelled incorrectly yesterday for an event I was doing, and they spelt it as Fucksick. <laughs> oh, well, that's not cute. It's, uh, I grew up with that kind of, you know, mocking as well, so... Right. I think I, I have indeed, but um, yeah, I, I, I'm I sure you do. Anyway. We don't have much time, but you're bringing your pink glasses tour to the Providence Performing Arts Center. Um, anything you want to say to folks that want to get them to uh, come on out to the show, encourage folks to do so? It's going to be a lot of fun. It's, uh, you know, as I say, we deserve a break from talking about all of the uh, politics and, and misery of the world. And uh, you're not 
going to get it at my show. But we do it in a way that's manageable <laughs> um, with song and, and dance and, and laughter. So it's uh, it's a fun night. Like I said, there's live music, uh, great Broadway bands, lots of fabulous costume changes. And, uh, you know, uh, you'll be in a room of probably like-minded people, which is nice, um, or not. Uh, and uh, it's just a, it's a really fun night. So I hope people come back. It's been a while since I've been in Providence. So I'm looking forward to returning myself. Now, I, I know as a, as a person who's publicly mocking Trump, I've gotten a lot of shit for it from people. Now, you must have gotten your fair share of shit from people. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes. It's a, it, it comes from all angles, though, these days. So it's not always, you know, it's not always the people who you'd assume I get shit from. I, I just, if you're going to be out there, you know, and putting yourself out there these days, it just kind of comes with the territory. I you kind of just have to ignore it. Yeah, well, that's what I do too. So, well, I thank you for doing it, really, because it's. I'm glad that you you're a voice for a lot of people, and you you're helping a lot of people keep their sanity through all these ridiculous times. Is the only thing I can say about it because it really is crazy, and hopefully we will reach sanity soon. So, thank you very much for taking the time with talking to me today. Thank you, John. It was a pleasure. All right, my pleasure. All right. Thank you very thank much. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Talk to you soon. Bye bye. Okie dokie. Thanks to Randy Rainbow for being part of this episode of the Roots Report podcast. Randy Rainbow will be bringing his Pink Glasses show to the Providence Performing Arts Center on Friday, October 21st. For more about the show, pasquinade over to ppacri.org. Yes, I know, pasquinade is not used properly. It's just funny. The Roots Report podcast is presented by Motif Magazine and sponsored by The Parlor, R1 Entertainment, The Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, Grace Ale Brewing of Rhode Island, and SE Microphones. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.